0: Las Vegas, you one of the best. You got the best, the hottest band in the world. Kiss!
1: Can uh, say that this is uh, season two of our show since we've pretty much powered through a year's worth of uh, "quote unquote" movies. also known as Attack of the Phantoms in Europe or Kiss Phantoms in Italy when it was released theatrically. <laughs> um, and this is kicking off a trilogy of movies we're going to look at that we have dubbed um, Inspired by Cocaine. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Which, by the way, half of the first season was as well, so that's <laughs> right. um, they didn't call it cocaine back then. They were just curing your humors. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, you have a toothache here? has some cocaine. <laughs> Let's rub some cocaine in it. <laughs> um, the reason why we... and so witnessing this from backstage uh, at the concert i'm going oh god i have (laughs) and so then it started making me think of other movies where it's very it's very obvious that cocaine was involved and i went oh we've got a potential series here
0: so that's i I love it when rock bands decide that they are actors i mean it happened a lot in like the 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 90s with music videos
1: (laughs) or you or if you're vanilla ice and you do a whole movie about it
0: And that is an impression of Peter Chris singing, Beth.
1: That's not how I sing. Um, the, songs, the songs I distinctively remember being in the movie is Rock and Roll All Night, because that's actually the opening credits song. Um, the movie. Um, and... Then, I think, I mean, this is the one scene that I think everybody really knows is, um, well, the movie is filmed at Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California. And that's where the majority of the plot takes place. It's about Kiss being booked for this concert. and. I was made for loving you and I'm just the entire time I'm just like oh my god this is insane and I think that's probably what they were thinking in their mind when they were making this movie what was put on the animated film was what (laughs)
0: listen I literally, okay, so I can, um. We broke Andy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's actually taking a bump while he's trying to get his Um. thoughts. Mr. Farmer here, and physically hand it to him at Alcon. Right. Because you can't really find it online at all. It is such a hard movie to find. Um, so I'm not too sure how the print quality is on the copy that you
0: got, which may actually help with the Boy, um, oh, it always does. The worse, <laughs> the better, man. Like, at least I can feel nostalgic. Did you leave commercials in? Because at least I can feel nostalgic when I watch it instead of you know just –
1: To Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park.
0: You can believe it. And
1: now on NBC Saturday. All right, and we are back. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) Wow, what an experience that thing is. Um, That was amazing. That was amazing. I'm going to right now flat out say that this is one of those movies that have, if, if you can find it, you got to really search for it. Cause it is hard to find now, but seek it out just to see it, to believe it. Um, it's so good. <laughs> like, uh, Westworld season three is going to be lit. <laughs> um, before we, before we discuss the movie, um, I just I want to see your reaction to this, Andy, cause Kiss hated this movie. Um, they hated the uh, the, uh, the final product because they said it made them look ridiculous. Oh, this movie made them look ridiculous. <laughs> okay, okay, Gene. God, where do we start? Well, first, let's start with the fact that this movie has thirty minutes of exposition in the beginning of the thing before we
0: even see oh, Kiss. Here's the here. No, but I can I can one up that. Because not only, keep in mind, I literally just watched it. My nose is still bleeding from the coke that it just infused into my system. Yeah, I wasn't
1: Um, kidding when I said fueled by cocaine on this one. I mean, God, was it fueled by cocaine.
0: Not only was there 30 minutes of exposition before Kiss ever shows up, but there are, none of it is a plot point. (laughs) (laughs) It's all all the show off Six Flags Magic Mountain. I'm jumping ahead here. First of all, I don't know if you know this or not, but at Six Flags Mountain Magic Mountain, seven people work there. I don't know if you <laughs> do that. But seven whole people work at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah. Um Yeah, the
1: security that they two for security, like no, one
0: were, or like one security. or Like one or two ride operators. I don't even think we ever saw a ride operator. We we saw the owner um the 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 guy that they picked up from project paperclip from nazi germany um, <laughs> we saw that guy we saw but um, these are uh, these the, the, these are my creations they're my right, creations to, like, hide a german accent um and uh we also saw a blonde boy that was apparently a plot point yeah um even though he well, the plot point it. was
1: the fact that he and his girlfriend were enjoying the roller coaster that the Brady Bunch rode. <laughs> well, the, the, the plot point is that he'd never rolled, ridden a roller coaster before in his
0: entire <laughs> life. Oh, um, wait a
1: minute. No, we did have a ride operator. It was the one trying to get the uh, the octopus under control, the right. octopus ride that was That's, going nuts. So he's the only ride operator there. The The only
0: one. <laughs> but there were – so there's something that happens. I'm going to jump ahead, right? Well, you need to, because it's 30 minutes of exposition that does nothing. Then we don't find out for an hour. (laughs) And that is, apparently, Kiss's magical powers come from talismans that are held in a red lacquer box. (laughs) (laughs) And they could have given us that information in the first half hour, but they don't. Also, when did you start setting up for a Kiss concert? An hour and a half before the Kiss concert, apparently? (laughs) Yeah, let's just throw it together in the parking lot. I. <laughs> By the way, first thing about that first half hour, why are those three, I'm going to put in big air quotes, kids, because they were all like 40-year-olds, still in the park after like a ride after ride? Secondly, every time they showed up, the, uh, the girl, the two guys and the girl, I think it was like Sludge and uh, Smegma, and then the girl was something. <laughs> Smegma. Uh, they had like real punk names. It was the softest punk I've ever seen in my life. It was hanna every Barbera. That, it was hanna Barbera punk, is what it was. Every time that girl showed up, I just thought Cherry Bomb. But that was, <laughs> she
1: she birth, was, she a, was poor a poor
0: punky. man's PJ Souls. That's what she was. Right. There was. I think Punky Brewster was in this at one point. I'm not real sure. <laughs> There was a scene where they were in the cat. What was it? The catacombs of thrills, whatever they. it. Oh, yeah, they're. yeah. The the
1: well, as I was calling it, the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew mystery set. As I was calling it, uh, I called it a free range haunted house. <laughs> it's pretty much, because you just wander around and and look at the uh, the quote unquote animatronics. Let's, let's examine these animatronics that are in the park. Okay, um, got it. These attractions that uh, Monf- Monfure scientist uh, extraordinaire created uh, for Six Flags Magic Mountain. Um, I have been to Six Flags Magic Mountain, and I can let you, uh, a couple times, I can let you know, these things don't exist. I, um, the, I, the actors didn't even try their hardest to pretend that they were animatronic robots. Uh, I, they they just were just going through the motions. You could totally tell they were an actor, especially the uh, the 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 guy that was whipping the um oh, yeah. the, the heavy metal guy. The one that had the, the 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 monkey's hairdo. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah, the bowl cut, the weird page boy. Yeah, the, the sunny Bono whipper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god um, it was it was like in the in the what was funny about that is like you have the, the sunny bono whipper whipping the thing that he's torturing and the thing that he's torturing is shaking back and forth and the hairs moving like Cher would do moving back and forth so it's like you're sunny beating Cher uh <laughs> inside the
0: torture chamber the, the, the half hour long exposition explaining why they had to uh they had to fire Fritz Lang over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> because he just kept bitching about his funding for R&D. <laughs> like, what? You, we're gonna, and what didn't that guy do? Like, well, you're in charge of maintenance and safety, and also all the... Like, you're the only guy. Yeah,
1: he was in and, charge of everything.
0: Right. So go down yeah, to and- your weird Yule Brenner
1: lair from... <laughs> Oh, just, you vegetables. mean you, you mean the six million dollar man set, yeah. uh, <laughs> which was which was like what did he say like one point how many feet did he say below the ground?
0: But it's fast. That tube will get you down there fast in though. two seconds. Yes, she'd be dead. <laughs> she was just like. Whoa!
1: Oh, wow, that was fast. Oh, where's my boyfriend? He's like, don't understand how <laughs> wonderful my creations are,
0: Monsieur. Here is my barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This <laughs> <Jeez, it's goofy. laughs> I wanna, I wanna say this from the top. God bless Gene Simmons because that man worked harder than anybody in that film oh yeah the rest of them were just like there and just going through the paces
1: but gene simmons you could tell he 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 was basically like the cast and uh showgirls in this movie where he's just like yeah i'm making something big i'm making something important and the rest of the cast is there like gina gershonning the whole thing
0: I'm going to own everything that I see. Lacey found a really interesting tidbit of information about this movie. Because um, at one point I was like, that's not Ace Freely," And she was like, you are correct. Because uh, it was I guess it was really hard to get Ace on set. So a lot of Ace's scenes are portrayed by his stunt double. Oh my god. It was a black man? Oh my god! That is a real
1: life thing. Oh, oh God, bless Hanna Barbera. Oh my god! Yeah, this this is a Hanna Barbera production, and it shows. It absolutely shows that Hanna Barbera was behind this because it's got the just the the goofiness of a 1970s Hanna Barbera production. It really does. Well, it's some Scooby Doo ass shit. Oh God, Isn't yes. 100%. Especially, especially with Especially when they're in the free-for-all chamber of horrors, um, which yeah, after after you know that happens, we then get you know basically it's to set up just how I guess evil Doctor Von Scratch and Sniff is, and then we cut to the kids' concert. Kisses entrance. They so did, did not disappoint.
0: Like, did that happen? I think it did happen. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, did that happen on stage? What we saw them, their entrance. Is it because they have magical powers imbued to them by their am- by their talisman? Yes, yeah, their- the, it was. The, that, that was them showing off their talisman's
1: ability to, uh, you know, have uh, Paul Stanley's eyes shoot a walkway for him to walk across the stage. On. Weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, basically, Gene Simmons loom over Six Flags Magic Mountain and light it on fire with his uh, fire breath. His demon <laughs> breath apparently has a range of five feet in front of him. <laughs> and then they go on and they, you know, they perform their music and everything, and um, have their, their, yeah. their first of three concerts at the park. And then, uh, I, yeah, I've got to say, even though it takes us a half hour to finally get Kiss on the screen, and unless you don't count the incredibly what the hell is happening opening credit sequence, where they're performing in one of the cars of the octopus ride... <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, there is not a moment in that opening credit sequence where they're not flying in some way shape or form. And then, like Gene is like at one point towering over the
1: Colossus roller coaster, and two fans walk by like, "Oh, wow!" You're know, staring up and at it's, him. It's like we rented this green screen. <laughs> we're gonna get every cent worth of it, <laughs> and then we're gonna walk on top of the fountains. Even though it obviously looks like we're stepping up on giant black
0: squares, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! My favorite thing is so so after the first night. So in, in the meantime, uh, the the man who has never ridden a roller coaster before <laughs> goes snooping around Scooby Doo style in uh, in uh, Christoph Waltz's lair <laughs> and. Uh, ends up getting sucked into a weird tube and he's gone baby like he's not he's not coming back yeah. he's gone and uh his girlfriend who by the way can i ask this question mm-hmm. so she's in that exact scene he is snooping around the lair she's sitting outside the like outside of like the the potatoes and more whatever like you know drinking a coke yeah are they on a date still? I is think, this still the same date? I think it's the same
1: date, which is interesting since he's supposed to be working at Six
0: Flags. At was he working on a date? And why, if he was on a, if he was working, why was he there with her in the first place? Yeah, why was and he if on, if a was on a while date while he was
1: snooping around? <laughs> why, why was he on a date while I'm on the clock? God, this is so good. <laughs> this so, is so good there's so many questions that this movie asks that, get, that like Tommy Wiseau style
0: we get no answers to this thing no answers I would say it's worse than Tommy Wiseau style because they didn't even try to give us answers and fail it just has no answers this is like Lost Highway meets uh, <laughs>
1: meets Lidsville or something <laughs> David Lynch presents St- Sid and Marty Croft. That's you know, it's,
0: that's what it is, man. Because, well, they, they, because like, kiss <laughs> kiss apparently. So I wasn't aware of this. I thought that when you played a um, an amusement park, right, you would probably go to one of the five star resort hotels, you know, in the area, and stay there for the evening, mm-hmm. and then come back the next night for your show. No. You just stay in the park. Yeah,
1: they stay in that house inside the park. And I'm sitting there and I'm lo- looking at this and I'm like, where the fuck is this house inside Six Flags Magic Mountain? This house doesn't exist. It's like some... It's like it's like you actually expect to see the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air come walking out of this house. That's what the house looks like. And I'm like, this is nowhere inside the theme park. But hey, I... Um, I, I, I guess it's, you know,
0: convenient for Kiss. I, right. You, but, you, here's, <laughs> but here's what happens during that night. And this is the most, this might be the most
1: confusing thing in the entire
0: movie for me.
1: Well, besides finding out that Paul Stanley has the power to hypnotize people with his glowing eye.
0: He also has the power to, like, bionic man listen to people across the room with it
1: and explode his eye is his eye is a Swiss army knife it does it everything really
0: is. there's no end to what that eye can do but <laughs> so the girl this guy's girlfriend can't find him and she's bound to determined to stay in the park and look for him because kiss said that he's still in the park well kiss said he's still in the park but then she can't find him so so kiss draws her over like i can hear your thoughts and they all had weird echoes on their voices. Oh, especially Gene Simmons.
1: Yes, it's like I yes. don't, I, I don't know if that's what he thought a demon is supposed to sound like, but he didn't sound like a demon. He sounded like it sounded like basically the movie went out of
0: sync every time he talked. It sounded like I did whippets. That's what it <laughs> sounded. like. And I, but he, but they're talking to her, and then that same night she goes looking for him, can't find him, and then Kiss finds her again. Yeah. And then sings Beth to her. <laughs> but here's where it gets weird, right? Because she's having introspective moments, and Kiss is just singing. They're sitting around an amusement park in the middle of the night, singing Beth for no reason, for to this girl. She gets up and walks away. These assholes just keep singing Beth. Do they just sing Beth all the time?
1: Yeah, that's how they spend their evenings, is they
0: just sing is Beth. Because I'm led to believe that's true. <laughs> they just also, sit around singing Beth. Also, do they bring the bathrobes, or are they provided
1: by the party? Oh, those bathro... I told you that, uh, that they had some epic pool wear. I mean, the... They really did. I mean, it's like it's like I, t- it's, it's like I told Andy, I messaged him, saying that the, the pool scene, they have pool wear that I'm surprised Hot Topic is not selling because it's these epic gray and satin robes that, yeah. you know, is, I guess is supposed to make them look more mystical. Or something. I don't know. but does it make them
0: look more mystical? They're giant poo chairs <laughs> that they have in their house. <laughs> They're sitting on these giant pool chairs because
1: we've, we discover that uh, Professor Schindler creates <laughs> robot replicas of Kiss thanks to a blonde roller coaster guy who's now been apparently turned into a robot. And, and, and apparently his robot talent is. Taking pictures from all sides. Without being noticed. And, yeah, he got, like, all the angles. It was very MySpace. He got all the angles. And and they created, he created a a Kiss Army replica and had the Gene Simmons kiss go on a rampage at night in Six Flags and accost the security agents. And apparently the robot Gene Simmons also hates Coca-Cola Because he destroys one
0: Coca-Cola booth. That's it. He's also just tossing these guys around. One of which, by the way, we find out later, is um, a well-known Hollywood actor. Yeah. We'll get into that a little later, because I I have a fan theory about this movie. I I actually felt bad for him in this role.
1: I was like, you've done so many better roles than this. What the hell? What what bill did you owe (laughs) (laughs) But, so the police come to Kiss saying that they are suspect of of attacking the security guards and and doing destruction on the park. And this is the scene where you honestly expect the laugh track, the Scooby-Doo laugh track. Because the dialogue exchange that happens, it's like... Gene Simmons comes walking in and they're like, Yeah, that's the guy, that's the one who did it. And Paul's like, No, Gene couldn't do it. Gene's clean. And then they cut to Ace and he goes, Hi Curly. <laughs> and I'm like what? And then you know they, they get into this debate with the police officers and, and, and Peter says something and Paul goes, Now come on, these guys are serious. We need to take them serious. And then they cut to Ace again. And in a moment that outgaze Paul Stanley, Ace says this in this exact inflection, and they got guns.
0: <laughs> well, when they're walking <laughs> up, the best line in the entire movie, in my opinion, and I think it was Ace that said it, was they were walking up and he uses his special s- star. Oh no! It was I Paul. Have... It was it was Paul after he eavesdropped. Yeah. Okay. It was Paul like zooms in on him and goes, "Here they come!" and and he's sweating bullets. And then he goes, "He's just sweating." And I
1: go, I... "What?" He's just sweating it off. He's just it's sweating. Just... He's. Just... Sweat. and then I'm like what <laughs> and then just to emphasize that Jean hands him a towel to wipe the sweat off of his brow <laughs> and in the meantime it's apparently it is like hotter than hell outside and you see you know everybody's sweating and everything we cut to kiss and the grease paint is perfect on their face yes. there, there's no sweat what's it's like it's like kiss doesn't have any pores Whatsoever, they're all clogged, and nothing's coming out of that grease paint. Well, that's because What's they moisturize.
0: <laughs> it's, one of, it's
1: magic. They bought it on goop. Yes, yes, yes. Gwyneth Caltrol approved. So we have their. So we have their second concert, and then that's when they realize about the evil, de, uh, evil. Well, no, actually, they don't have the concert because they also. Not only is the talisman introduced, but we also find out about uh, Doctor Wiener Schnitzel's evil plan, and Kiss realizes that after the second concert, that they need to put an end to this. So they per- first they perform their second concert, then it becomes a true episode of Scooby Doo. At this point, oh yeah, when they go snooping around the park looking for him and by this time a robot r- robot rollercoaster boy has successfully stolen the talisman with this weird gun <laughs> which comes out of nowhere it's like this cu- this gun comes out of nowhere and i'm like where the hell did this gun come from no no explanation behind how it was created or what its job is he, he just shoots the talisman with the gun and it enables him to pick it up without getting electrocuted um, by the
0: way, I don't know how many nights it took them to film the uh, looking for the Doctor's lair scenes. Which <laughs> is I the entire you, second at, act of the movie. <laughs> at least one night, they were super wrapped up. Did you see them try to get on some of the horses on the carousel? Oh, they couldn't succeed at all. They
1: were just... They, they were, were
0: like... All oh, Ace,
1: especially Ace and Peter, they were fucked up beyond yeah. belief. And you could tell Paul was annoyed. Paul and Gene were annoyed by it. I'm beginning to even wonder that scene when Gene felt like something was wrong in the Force or something. I don't know what he was thinking. I think that was actually Gene in disgust over the fact that the rest of the cast was flying high on angel dust at this
0: point. He's like, why can't you take this seriously? (laughs) This is my magnum opus. (laughs) And then suddenly
1: the rides come to life and Kiss for some reason, is trapped on this merry-go-round going seven miles per hour and can't find a way to get off of this slow-ass merry-go-round. Like, they're trapped on it. And I'm like, just, I know you have high heels, but jump off
0: of the fucker. It's that simple. Anytime, and and we'll get into some of the parts where it happens, but anytime any of them have to jump... Was my favorite thing in the world.
1: (laughs) So they wait until the rides die down, and then they're like, Okay, we need Paul's like, okay, we need to find them. (laughs) Okay, we need to find them. He was totally nineteen seventies African American female sitcom starring his whole entire performance.
0: Because he he just had uh, sassy attitude. he was uh oh, what was the guy's name that was in designing women? Oh, Meshach Taylor. Yeah, he was Me Taylor and all over that place. <laughs> oh
1: my god, yeah, he definitely was. And But this is when we have one of what is arguably the best scene in the entire movie. Oh yeah, the, the money shots. The, the money shot scene when they get to the Colossus roller coaster and the epic albino space, space, space monkey yes. battle happens yeah Is it, these are wolves yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of them apparently has blood on the side of their white fur also which just made me go where did that come from And like, <laughs> did, did the robot cut itself shaving I mean what the hell it, just, it was the only one that had like that patch of blood on it. the rest of them were all like pristine white. And they instigate a battle with Kiss while sounding like extras from Planet of the Apes walking up the roller coaster. And then there was a lot of questionable music choices in this movie uh, for scenes, and they felt that at this point the best Kiss song to play during what's going to be this epic battle between the space monkey wolves and Kiss is Ace Frehley's New York Groove. Because why not? Yeah, couldn't be uh, Detroit Rock City, which wasn't in the movie. No, it was not. Or it couldn't have been any of their other other um, you know heavy metalish songs like Black Diamond or something. There were a lot of ballads in this. Thing. Yeah, no, we're going to go with New York Groove because that's the best fight song. And the thing is, is that <laughs> with some of the slow motion martial arts that happen in this scene. It's actually choreographed well to the song.
0: It was slow and plodding, and this is the first time you get to see. I so Peter Chris, god damn it, Peter Chris, <laughs> when he would jump into a scene, which happens a lot, uncomfortably a lot of times. He, I can see the director. Taking like seven takes and be like, no more cat like, no no no, because <laughs> no it would get to the point where he would just be like, like Jellicoe cats, like wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he it really was like that with the way he was leaping and.
0: and but Ace jumps into a scene that like a like a like some Scottish guy through a caper. The caper was Ace just just straight back, just boom. And the thing is, is is that. If for some reason, Ace
1: and Peter were acting like they were in a Shaw Brothers movie. Yes. while Gene is just throwing people around and Peter's vote and Pe- he's voting. <laughs> he's totally well, voting the wild. whole time. <laughs> I mean especially when he, his, when he gives his war face, which is the most epic war face I've ever seen anybody in a movie give. And he's, you know, holding up the thriller hands while doing it. Uh, You really expect to hear Madonna's Vogue cut in out of nowhere at that moment.
0: Oh, God, this movie was so good.
1: This movie was so good. And then that battle's over. And then they suddenly wind up in an ample theater where they're they're
0: fighting the, the extras from the miniseries Shogun. Well, they're in, they're in a... It's a small racist world, after all.
1: <laughs> and so they're fighting these shoguns with... I, I, with, like... <laughs> with lightsaber samurai swords.
0: Yeah, well... They're, they're, the, the uh, you know... Um, the German scientist somehow figures out how to create, like... Hard light construct swords that appear out of nowhere. (laughs)
1: Complete with the sound effect
0: that's when it appears. God, this movie was... (laughs) It was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So
1: we see... But what's best about this is we see them battling and fighting, fighting... And then Ace all goes Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with it, sticks out his thumb, and makes them disappear. And I'm sitting there like, why didn't you do that on the merry-go-round?
0: But here's here's the thing, right? Is these were like, there were like four of them, right? Yeah. They just fought what had to be 30 silverback space monkey wolves. Easily. But these four are the ones that are going to get them? Well, because they got swords. (laughs) They do. And they say something about Ace using his... I forget what power they said he was using, but he just thumbs it out there. And it's like, poop but there he goes. Keep on trucking right out of the scene. Right to the, the, the free-form chamber of horrors. We, we painted ourselves into this corner. Ace, get us out with your thumb.
1: <laughs> and then when they get to the chamber of horrors, that's when suddenly the evil German scientist takes away the power of the talisman with this gun and kisses suddenly overpowered by monsters. Like, Frankens- like, like Frankenstein.
0: Frankenstein
1: and Dracula and the fine. mummy. I mean, it was literally like, okay,
0: um, let's let, let's get the groovy ghoulies out. Well, this <laughs> was definitely, so, there were a lot of people on this set that thought this was their big break. Oh, yeah. Especially that guy playing Frankenstein. Oh, him, yes, yeah.
1: (laughs) He was mugging the whole time. Oh, my God.
0: So he needed this.
1: (laughs) He's he's like, I may not have any lines, but God damn it, you're going to remember me. And I will.
0: And I will. He did well. I will will remember him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they get the power of the talisman taken away from them, and they're put into this electronic cell. Um, which at, th- at this point you realize we've suddenly got an allegory for World War II. Explain. Tell you. Listen. Uh,
0: Kiss is comprised of four Jewish men. The scientist is German. He puts them in a cage with an army of stormtrooping robots. <laughs> Various times are either dressed like colonial soldiers, <laughs> or a barbershop quartet, or,
1: or the Universal horror monsters,
0: or Universal horror monsters, or 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 ninjas, and basically says that we're going to kill you to better the world. Yes, you're telling me that's not an allegory. <laughs> Germany in World War II. I don't know what is. <laughs>
1: this this was the Schindler's List of its time. It really was. It was. Uh, <laughs> I am not going to be able to unsee that for the rest of my life if Good. I ever watch Good. this movie again. So he releases the 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 robot kiss onto the concert goers, which they're programmed to sing a song to elicit a riot to destroy. Uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain, which turns out to be the evil scientist's master plan, is because he got fired, he's going to have the theme park torn down by this raving mad crowd of KISS fans, and KISS will take the blame for the destruction of Magic Mountain. But of course, apparently, KISS still has a little teeny tiny bit of power in them, strong enough to combine forces to float the talisman back into their arms. I, I,
0: I keep in mind, still an lipstick red lacquer box. Yes. <laughs> Nothing says demonic special powers more than a lipstick red lacquer box.
1: That has dry ice in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so they get the talisman back, and just when it looks like his plan is about to happen, Kiss goes flying out of the air and fight themselves on stage. Uh, which there's there it there, there, was my friends there, there there's a message there somewhere about kisses inner demons but we won't go there <laughs> um, but yeah the the fight especially the ace free was it ace freely or Pe- No, No was Peter Chris the Peter Chris robot the way that the Peter Chris robot meets his demise it's like he's just standing there like
0: Eh, did, do I die here? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both just standing there, and then they explode, and then only Peter Chris is left, and he's like, "Eh, why not?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they perform uh, rock and roll all night, and yes, and and they do. and finish the the concert. Then they go back to the professor's lair, and this is where the. Plot twist that makes no sense happens. So they discovered that laundry. no worse than that.
0: So it is worse than that, is unfortunately. Worse. So
1: blonde blonde roller coaster boy, they discover the little like <laughs> the radio the shack diode on his neck, and and Paul Stanley micro explodes it. Uh, right? thus getting him out of the trance. And they tried to get the scientist to atone for his actions. And what happens, uh, Andrew? I don't ever know, man.
0: (laughs) He's either dead and has been dead for a while because he was much older Mm -hmm. in, you know, in in his seat there than he appeared in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Or he was replaced... With a robot version of himself that gets away scot free. Yeah, and, and and the thing is, is he doesn't even
1: like you said. He he looks totally different than he did in the rest of the film because in the rest of the film he has that Christoph Waltzness to him, and then we see him here, and suddenly he becomes the the sorcerer from Shazam He's, sitting in his F, chair he was
0: effing low Pan. <laughs>
1: And, and and then so you're like okay is he was is he dead was he a robot but then we see the young version of him walking underneath the Colossus roller coaster but that, but away from the park getting away with the damn thing but that but that's the same exact scene that we saw earlier fired. yeah in the, in the in the thirty minute
0: prelude to the concert so I don't know that that's a flashback that we're supposed to say oh I guess this is the where we know that. Just this, this the, everything that happens after that—that's when he decided to do it. Or if that's supposed to be another scene that they just use the same footage from yeah. to tell us that he got away.
1: Yeah, there's there's really no explanation behind this plot twist. It just it's just thrown out of nowhere, and you're like, what? But you actually have a theory as to what this <laughs> film actually is. Because of not only what goes on in this movie, but a certain
0: cast member as well. What is that theory? All right. So this film, I'm going to okay. So I'm going to give credence to the uh, to the plot twist that he is a that that he has replaced himself with a robot that is now free in the world. Yeah. And here's how. We know that in the park, he has the capability of um, recreating robots based on automatons based on the people in the park. We saw it with KISS. Right? As yeah. long as he has the pictures to do it, he can make it happen. Well he could create anything
1: and everything in a robot form as we saw. Right. And he I mean he has a robot at one point we see a robotic recreation of the landing on the moon in the park. But so he could but make what anything.
0: I, what I'm saying is he has a history of <clears throat> of recreating people in that park.
1: Yeah. Okay. And apparently, and his automatrons. automatrons get better and better with each one that he creates. And in the park,
0: one of the security guards that gets his ass whooped <laughs> by robot Gene Simmons is Brian James. <laughs> Brian James is in this film. First of all, and I felt so bad for him. Too. <laughs> Brian James is in this film. Let me reiterate that Brian James is in this film. You might Brian, know Brian James, James and his mullet
1: are in this film.
0: <laughs> yeah. You might know Brian James from a lot of different things. Things like the fifth element, um, striking distance, you know, another forty-eight hours. Um, you know, he is a accredited, accredited he, actor with you know damn near a hundred credits he's, on he, his IMDB page.
1: I mean, all joking aside, and to be serious for just this one moment with him. He's definitely on the same level as Dick Miller when it comes to roles where you may not remember his name, but the minute you see his face, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's, got, and he's had a huge career. career.
0: Yeah. He was, if you remember, in the original Blade Runner, <laughs> the replicant that Decker has to prove. Not, De- not Decker. Um, that uh, What's her name? The actress that I'm hot for. Oh, that could be anybody. Oh, the one in the one in Blade Runner, the one that, that works in the Sean Young? Yes! Sean Young has to prove, you know, ha- he has to take the test to prove he's not a a replicant. And ends up being a replicant, and they kill him. My theory is this is the prequel to F and Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor gets out and continues to make versions of Brian James, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you know it makes more sense than the ending that we got.
0: This this film. Is my theory is I can't remember the name of the uh, the company, the 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 corporation in Blade Runner um, that they ran, but he goes and, and founds the the company that, that is the, the Blade Runner <laughs> company. I'm telling you, it makes. 100% complete sense. I'm just saying. That's what this is. It is the prequel. Ridley Scott was a huge fan. It makes sense. It was a huge fan of Kiss. Saw this movie when he was a kid. Developed this story based on that. And when he had the opportunity to get Brian James into the same role. Because I, I don't know if we know that it's it's the same character name. Um, I, let's see. So... I don't think so. But how could it be?
1: How could it be? This isn't Highlander.
0: We can't really suspend our disbelief at
1: that level. So basically you're saying that this movie led to the Tyrell Corporation creation of the Nexus 6 replicants. Yes. The the (laughs) Tyrell
0: Corporation. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm saying down the road, he creates the Tyrell Corporation. (laughs) Creates Replicant's whole hog, which he's been doing apparently since 1974. <laughs> his masterwork being, directly after Peter Chris, <laughs> Brian James. <laughs> and this has happened throughout, up until the point when we see Blade Runner.
1: <laughs> this is before Jared, blind Jared Leto gets his hands on the company. That's true. That's true. It is
0: before that, but this. So that's where I'm at. That's my fan theory.
1: <laughs> so, so would you yeah. recommend? Would you recommend this movie? Uh, yes, 80 percent yes. <laughs> you, you really do have to, even if you're a Kiss fan or not, you have to see this thing to believe it because the hubris of not only Kiss but Hanna Barbera is. On full display, with at this one thing. point,
0: Simmons, while fighting Gene Simmons, picks up a mic stand wrapped in a snake, and Gene Simmons and the snake blow fire at another Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this happens in this build. like, like I said, it's an allegory
1: for their inner demons. <laughs> That they're fighting with the inner <laughs> demons being cocaine. I'm watch this again <laughs> and again. Ah, so 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 you're saying basically that this is the gift that keeps on giving.
0: I'm saying we might have to look at doing something with this at all contexts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah. All right, well, uh, apparently a good movie to start season two with. I
0: want to stop talking about
1: this. (laughs) Well, we do have to move on to our next film, um, which is part two in the Inspired by Cocaine trilogy. I mean, this was a hell. Is I get James in this film, (laughs) no. Then I am out. But, But you're going to love the cast of this film. Um, the next film that we're watching is a sequel. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's, it's not a sequel to this movie. No. Don't, oh, so don't get okay. excited. We already talked about the sequel. To this, <laughs> one, so. uh, this, this came out in 1983. <clears throat> uh, the original version of this movie was released in 3D. Uh, it's hey. not going to be... The version we're going to watch is not in 3D, though. Okay. Um, the film stars... Tony Roberts. Okay. Tess Harper. Okay. Candy Clark. Oh, okay. A then-unknown Meg Ryan. Oh, shit. And recently becoming jailbird Lori Laughlin. okay. The movie that we're going to watch that was so obviously inspired... The screenwriter to this was obviously inspired by Cocaine is Amityville
0: 3D. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it has been at least 25 years since I've seen this. So I I am here for this. This is our
1: this is our second in the uh on cocaine trilogy is Amityville 3D. It, it, also known this as Amityville is v- this is in Amityville 3D. <laughs> Well, the official title is Amityville 3D, but it's also known as Amityville the Demon in its non 3D form. But uh, yeah, it's Amityville 3D. Um, the movie that should have killed the Amityville franchise, but apparently it didn't, because it doesn't die. The Amityville <laughs> franchise refuses to die, because it's like it's like the Land Before Time franchise. It refuses to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and in the meantime, again, you can find us on Facebook uh, as Cult Cinema Catacombs. You can also find us on Twitter as These Films Exist. Um, if you haven't listened to our first season's episodes, uh, definitely go back and uh, take a listen to them. It's going to be a while, I think, until we can find a film that matches the balls to the wall. What the fuckery um. that is? This one, though, because it's just. One of those movies where you are just slack-jawed the entire time at the choices that are being made, and you just can't... I'm honestly... Oh, I
0: don't know. I can think of a
1: couple films. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honestly shocked this is not a midnight movie. I
0: really am. Because the thing for Screams I really liked about this movie, though. It's what I was saying before. It, It has that... You mentioned The Room, right? Yeah. And it has that quality where... Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, there were all kinds of just wackadoo choices, but it was earnest in Mm -hmm. its wackadoo choices. Yeah, you could tell they were trying to make a serious product. Really good decisions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised this is considered a lost film in the vault. I really am because it really screams midnight movie sensation. I, I could easily see people going to screenings of this in Kiss Makeup, just having a field day with this thing on the big screen at midnight movies. Obviously Gene Simmons can't get the rights to it, or he would have released it already on Blu-ray. Or, apparently they're that embarrassed of the film. Apparently Gene Simmons really does not like this movie at all. The man markets Kiss Coffins
0: (laughs) is is ashamed of this film blemishing it and tarnishing his image. (laughs) Yeah. The man who I will,
1: I I will, I will attest. This is the truth. The man who will charge $75 for a kiss t-shirt at a kiss concert. This is a man who has no shame whatsoever. And even starred in movies in the eighties, like trick or treat and, and the Tom Selleck movie runaway. As the villain is embarrassed by this film, right? Sure. <laughs> All right.
0: Sure. <laughs> he would. Well, name- I'm into I'm into Amityville 3D. I don't. I can't promise you I'm going to be as into it as I am this film, but <laughs> I'm there for that. If anything, we get to laugh
1: at Lori Laughlin. I, I can I can already see the the jokes coming out about her right gotcha. now. So this. this 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 is this is the Hallmark uh, movie that n- never got released on Hallmark. I think basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, and, uh, and <laughs> until next time, we'll talk to you later.